Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to Stani and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Yes, yes, yes. Monster Monday on 95.7 The Game and a monster win by the San Francisco, your San Francisco 49ers, 24-21 in a thrilling fashion. I thought it might be OT because I didn't know if Green Bay was going to get the field goal, but FP, it's about the listeners. They've been chiming in. And speaking of the callers, I'm going to go out to uh, Vince in the city because he says, get off of Brock's back. But before you go, Vinny, I'm going to call you Vinny because I love you. That's not us. That's just what you're hearing, right? Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of, like, what's the dude's name on, on ESPN that was bad-mouthing Brock? Like, come on, dude. He's checking your quarterback. I, I, for once, I can say I agree with Richard Sherman, which is weird to do the Seahawks for so long. But he had Brock's back, and it's, it's that same point. Like, why is Brock being held to this crazy standard? He's second year. He went to the ship. The NFC uh-huh. ship game twice, and he got hurt last year, which is the only reason, reason why we didn't win. So, I don't know, get off his back. He finally he, he had two drives this season where he gave us a chance. Obviously, we missed the kick against Cleveland, but then he got it done on Saturday. So, get off Brock's back. He, he's fine. He's got his second year. He's still learning, and Devo is gone. So, yeah, get off his back. My main concern, though, is our defensive line play. Wow. I don't know. It's so felt like they were gashing us up, up the middle with their rushing attack. I don't know why. It, it seemed really weird that their defense could get pushed in penetration, but ours couldn't. And they were just finding gaps and holes. And I don't, it, it, was, it made for a really even game. If you look at the stats, time of possession was damn near the same. Yards were almost the same. The difference in passing and rushing it evened itself out. And the score was 21-24. The biggest difference, though, is the defensive line play. I feel like we're giving up holes and we're not getting pressure on the quarterback. And then the penalties, of course, with the secondary. I mean, those those three PIs were big. And I'm surprised we were able to overcome those. You know what? I'll leave you with this and a great call. Tom Cruise said, FP, show me the money. Uh, my dad's name is Norman. He said, son, always follow the money. And if you look at this Niner defensive line and what they're getting paid, starting with Bosa, that's where it's a problem. I feel like they were outplayed by the Packer defensive line. And the offense saved them uh, Saturday night. So for Niner fans calling in, I know it's Victory Monday. I get it. But that 
is not what you can repeat if you want to get to the Super Bowl and win it. And I just don't have a, a a good answer as to why they couldn't get home unless you're going to look at me and tell me, Goo, it might have been the cleats. Okay, no. I'll say then why did the sorry-ass Arizona Cardinals rush for 232 on you in the regular season? Nothing to see here. So I thought, but there is something to see here. Boy, you better believe the Lions are going to try to run the football right down their throat, right? Just like the Packers did. It was like 6, 7, 8, 9, 12 yards of carry, and you're like, can we stop these guys? And I think the low-hanging fruit here is to like get on Brock for having like a rough game. For me, whether it's a goalie in hockey, a quarterback in football, I guess in the old days, a starting pitcher, nobody cares about wins anymore. It's just win. Like, that's the only stat that matters at the end of the day. The only stat. We can sit here and break down all this stuff. Yeah. When you're in the playoffs and you're a quarterback, if you got the big W by your name at the end, because Jordan Love had a great game except for the two picks to, to Dre Green. And I'll say he didn't have a great game, FP, because you can't have two picks in a great game. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I will defer to that. Okay. But, but he looked like the better quarterback for most no, of the game. Uh, he that did, he did, he liked, wow. He's the next guy for me. I, I, I'd, I'd love he had a third and two where he could have ran. <laughs> yeah, when, and he threw a high pass. Good. But when he gets seasoned, <laughs> maybe he'll know. I could have just John Elway would have ran it. Steve yeah. Young would have kept it. Yeah, but I, th- I think the low-hanging fruit here is to like over-evaluate Brock Purdy's performance, and, and maybe we just look at the last drive. But the one thing that really concerns me, and it concerned me from the first snap on Saturday, was the defensive oh, line in the Green Bay Packers running the football I can't wait like for they did. and Dibs to come in here because yeah. I'm going to run that by him. Uh, FP, I am so bad at analogies, but I love them. Can I say Brock Purdy in a baseball analogy was 0 for 4, 4 Ks, but got the game-winning hit on his fifth at bat? Are the media going to talk to him about the 4Ks, or are they going to talk to him about the euphoria of the game-winning hit? They did. He got the game-winning nod. No, that, that, and that's I, like I don't know why we're not doing that for Brock on a day that he was it was miserable for him, and he he played bad, but he was good enough to take him down when it mattered the most. I, yeah, is it draftism? Is this going to be? His I thing, really believe his whole it. career. That I, FP, it is haterade once one that so many uh, know-it-alls missed, two, that the Niners have been what they were before uh, young Brock Purdy. I mean, you talk about brilliance. Kyle Shanahan got Jimmy Garoppolo to a couple NFC Championship games in the Super Bowl. My point is I just hate to see the dudes a product of a system because of things you have around him. He's Mario Andretti. Okay, yeah, I got the engine, but I know how to drive it. And that's what Brock has shown. The ability to keep his eyes downfield, feed everybody. There's no fluke in football. I, maybe a fluke in a game or two, but FP, I really believe now that they look people from afar, the media look at the Niners as maybe they're on to something. They're about to be around for a long time. The way Brock dresses, uh, you know, it's <laughs> out of Sears or Sears Roebuck is a shout out to my mom rest in peace you know he ain't trying to wear uh, Gucci and all that but I think that stuff in a crazy sinister way go, people use that against him like he we want him to be have more swagger what whatever it's haterade 
why this dude is disrespected the way he is, man. Yeah, and the fact that he's this young and he was able to turn a 0 for 4 with 4Ks into a win. If I was a younger player and I was 0 for 4 with 4Ks, I'm striking out my fifth time. That's wild. And, and it, it takes it takes a lot of mental toughness and experience, which he doesn't have yet. He's got experience, but not a lot of experience to be able to turn that game around. Uh it, when I was a younger player, in, in, if I made an error, I was making two. If I made two Damn. errors, I was making three. And then it took a lot of um, mental focus, experience, and training to be able to flush the first error, and it's what you do with the next ground ball. And I cut down my errors immensely just from a mental standpoint. It had nothing to do with technique. It had nothing to do with taking 150 ground balls. It was just the fact that, okay, I made that. It's gone. And I think when you talk about Brock as a young player, if I was 0 for 2, I was 0 for 4. I didn't have the mental capacity to turn an 0 for 2 into a 2 for 4 or an 0 for 2 into a 1 for 4. I didn't because if my game was going bad, I wasn't mentally strong enough as a 23-year-old like Brock is, 23, 24, whatever he is, to turn that game around. So the fact that, per your analogy... He turned an 0 for 4 into a 1 for 5 with yeah. the game winner. It's like that speaks volumes to the man and not the player. Felipe Alou used to always say, uh, I, 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 learned, I learned about the man, not the player today. And I think we learned about the man and not the player in Brock Purdy on Saturday. So we could sit That's here. That's a dope ass line. We could sit there. We could sit here and talk about the interceptions or the near interceptions. We could sit here and talk about how the ball wasn't coming out. He had a glove on. We could talk about how everything was going the wrong way for the Niners all game on Saturday. But we learned about the man. I don't. I was. I wasn't sure about the man against the Ravens when he threw all those picks and it just snowballed on him. I wasn't sure about I wasn't sure that he had the mental toughness, the experience to be able to overcome being the game on national TV, everybody's watching, all these accolades are coming my way. It takes a strong person to deflect. You're never as good as you think you are, you're never as bad as you think you are. But when you're doing sit-downs with Aaron Andrews and everybody's talking about how great you are, sometimes I can filter in That's and then become like man. a cancer almost. Yeah, in, in, in your in your successes moving forward. But the fact that that he had a crap game, I'm sure he, if he was sitting, he would say, "Yeah, I didn't have my best game." But but he had the mental toughness, and he had the makeup, and he had the character to say, "Look, I'm going to command this huddle." When maybe a lot of guys would be over on the sidelines sucking their thumb in the fetal position, going like, "It's just on my day today. We'll get him next year." Oh my God, this is really hard. Like we saw Brock Purdy, the man, 23 years old, do what he did on Sunday. Like that's what I'm or Saturday. That's what I'm hanging my hat on for man. this Sunday against the Lions. And you wonder how that resonates with it with his teammates, and why we not wonder, but we hear them talk glowingly of a uh, young Brock Purdy. Let's go to uh oh, Steve has a conspiracy theory. Steve in San Carlos, what's up, baby? <laughs> yeah, I do, and I hate conspiracy theories. Oh, my, my bad. That's how I registered it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> when I watched it, man, okay, so when Debo got hurt, it struck me bad. When he got he got hit by two guys, and they kind of hold held him up, and a third dude came out of wherever at pretty good speed with his shoulder and smacked Debo right on that shoulder that he's already been hurt with. And then that didn't get him down. The guys kind of held him there, and that same dude that hit him went around completely to the other side and smacked him again on the same shoulder, and he was out. I think Debo was targeted and taken out of the game. 
I appreciate the phone call. All right. FP, I took it is, and I'll let you go. It was gang tackling one-on-one. It was Green Bay saying you want it, part of your heart and soul is Debo Samuel, and he's intimidating. He's hard to tackle. We see people make the Deion Sanders business decisions to get out the way. So I thought Green Bay was doing that gang mentality, gang tackling mentality to kind of show everybody and Debo we're not backing down. I don't think they took him out. Dude, if, I, if I'm in a playoff game – and it's for all the marbles, and I could take somebody out with a clean hit. I'm taking somebody out. Well, yeah, like I, if, if I can. I but mean, you never have who, that. Who, who, uh, who had the bounties? Uh, remember the bounties? Uh, Greg it, Williams. Yeah, it was yeah, it Sean New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, well, Greg. So I mean, I, I'm sure this goes on. Sean, I'll tell you, it was great. I'm yeah. taking McCaffrey out if I'm putting a bounty on anybody. Like if we're going to play that game, I don't think that happens. But like, if somebody's standing somebody up, I had, and I'm coming that. in late, yeah, I'm going to get you, dude. Yeah. And if, if it puts you out of the game, it puts you out. This is big boy sports. This is me getting to the Super Bowl and getting a ring and going to Disneyland or whatever it is. So like, if yeah, if you're standing somebody up and I'm the third man in and and i can take you out i'm gonna take you out sorry did you know immediately when debo because debo plays with a flair no he's like the boy they cried wolf he's all you know he's so powerful and he's he'll get up a little gimpy or whatever the bobby brady ankle but then he's back so we saw him go off and when he laid there did you think oh my gosh he might be done for the game I thought I thought when he blew a tire and his shoe came off early that he was I'm like oh no I, I oh no and then I they zoomed too. in he's yeah like, he just lost his shoe. shoe I was worried because I had like shades of uh, the NFC Championship what did Fred Warner get hurt on the first play last year against, but he came and then, back and then Brock Purdy <laughs> got hurt and then Bosa sit on the sidelines and somebody yeah. running down a kick hits him in the leg and everything that could go wrong did go wrong so I was yeah. just sitting there going no not again like what's going on but. Yeah, I, I, yeah. He needs to be in that. What do they call it? You know, the chamber. What's the Michael Jackson chamber that Terrell Owens was in to get his ankle ready for the Super Bowl? I don't know Bowl? if we should talk about the Michael Jackson chamber. Or, 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 well, they I, still I, play oh, his music. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the bar? I forget the chamber. <laughs> FB, my bad. But let's go to Joe in the sunset. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's up, uh, Goo? FP, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just kind of want to say a couple of things about the game on Saturday. Um, like you guys had mentioned earlier, like as bad as the offense looked for three and a half quarters, I was pretty encouraged with the way they fought back, came back with like with some really horrible conditions to to get to that that game winning drive for the offense. So that's one definite takeaway, a positive takeaway you can get from the game. The the thing I was encouraged about though was the defense and obviously the way they played. Everyone's been talking about it, but I think if there's a get me right game that could happen for for their defense, it's probably going to be this weekend. And a couple of reasons why. One is because out of all the four quarterbacks remaining in the playoffs, I believe Jared Goff's the least more about quarterback. I think we all know that. So they can they can get to him. I mean, granted, they have to get through Penny Sewell and their center Ragnall to get through it. But, you know, that's what's going to make legends and not myths. And the other thing, too, I want to say is that they're, Jared Goff's thrown 12 interceptions this season, and nine of them have been on the road. So he's definitely prone to making mistakes. And so... If there's a game where defense can come back and, and, and show what they're really made of, I think this is a Sunday to do it. So, But thanks for taking my call. Appreciate the phone call. Goo, you know what I heard about when I had my show all the time is like, well, I need Brock Purdy to show me that he can orchestrate a comeback. Like he's not wow. the guy until he comes back and has a late fourth quarter comeback. And he did it on Saturday. Down seven. Down seven. And we're 
not were people are picking yeah. them apart today but when, that's, when that's what, what people FB, needed to see yeah, that's what the beast well, will do well, well the, the quarterback bar has been set very high for the niners right you got hall of famers all over the place so maybe uh, what we saw with brock purdy when he first came in uh when jimmy g got hurt we saw it we all know what it is because we've seen joe we've no, seen steve call. we know what it is yeah. and he had it and so has he wobbled a little bit is the league figuring him out? Is he readjusting to the league, figuring him out? Is is his is is his success based on timing and routes? And were those routes run as crisply as possible on a wet track when he doesn't have the, he doesn't have he doesn't have the arm strength? He doesn't throw a ninety eight mile an hour fastball to be able to make up for a bad route because he's going to throw it to a spot. And if you're at that spot when you're supposed to be at that spot, it's going to look ugly. There were some throws where you're like, bro. There was no pressure on you, and that could be intentional grounding. Like, what Man. are we doing? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And then they had some shots of him screaming at receivers, which I haven't seen this year. Like, what are you doing? You could read his lips. He's like, what are you doing? Yeah, you had some looks at him, too. Yeah. Like, what's going on? So there, were, there was stuff going on. And I'm not blaming it all on a wet track. But I feel like timing could be off because of a layoff. They were 20 days. Brock Purdy hadn't played in 20 days. Timing could have been off because of a wet track. And so he he found a way on, on one of his worst days there to figure go. it out and get a win. There you go. Let's go out to uh, the Haystack, Hayward, California. Welcome, Mike, to the program. What's up, Mike? My favorite answer. You're doing a great job. They should give you some more money, man. You're great. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I, I love your partner. Uh, and I, I think that uh, Purdy did what he had to do, man. I mean, you know, they, whether they the defense didn't play as well, whatever. The bottom line is, he, the last drive, he took it down there, and he did what he needed to do. And and and, and the reserves played well, right? They came right in, caught the ball, and and McCaffrey he got loose on him in the, in the second half. So you can't count, you can't can't put a cake. Worry about the defense. It is what it is. And I think that when Detroit comes, they're gonna get whipped up. And you're right. I think they're gonna, they gonna you're gonna see some sacks on Sunday. You watch. And, and I think that layoff kind of like messed the rhythm up a little bit. But I think stay, stay up, man. It's gonna be all right. We going to the Super Bowl. All right, listen okay? to us. And, and, Super Bowl. Remember that 49, 49. They had that video back in the forty nine. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Back when they played, I don't Cincinnati. know the rest of the words, or I'd sing it. Yeah, but he uh, he's super positive. I, I again, I just want to put caution to the wind. A lot of people think the Packers are better than the Detroit Lions. I don't believe that to be true. No way. Uh, the Packers have some good things going for them. So just. 
Don't do what I did last week and predict 38-10. Just put some respect on your opponent, which is Detroit, who throws the ball downfield with the best of them, and they have a two-headed monster, two-headed monster running game, and they're physical, man. So they're coming, and you're going to have to earn it. But I just need. Uh, Wilkes and company to go to the lab and hopefully he's right about manufacturing or creating that pressure because that was the one takeaway uh, on the negative tip that I just, when the game was over and I changed and went and watched uh, the morning show, which is on Apple TV, if you're not doing anything and you got time, FP, it is so well written and done, the morning show on Apple TV. Yeah. But uh, I went to watch those. I couldn't believe that they the defense was that just soft. It was SOFT, Whitner. To the the one play that keeps coming back to my mind, and you've mentioned it uh, a number of times today, is when the receiver, whatever. What was that? It was just like he cracked black. Who back was on in Bosa, Bosa's uniform? And Bosa just like surrendered. It was like an arm wrestling Pee Wee Herman against Debo and Pee Wee won. Dude, throw him aside like a rag doll and go make a play. That that kind of pissed I me off. I rewound it. I said, you know what, Epi? I figured it out. That's the cleats. That had to be. Bosa didn't have the right leverage, but that's your track, guys. Won't be any, uh, won't be any pursuit. Uh, precipitation uh, this Sunday. 66 and sunny, dude. Right, there we go. Right, and Grandy, you did a phenomenal job on the post game. I had to get my dose. Thank you, Goo. Yeah, I just had to get my dose right away. But again, you won. Nothing to apologize about. It's just about now. Like you said, can they bring their A game? Because that was not their A game against the Detroit Lions, and if fans should be all excited and ecstatic. Dude, I, I got it going two ways, and I could be wrong, and it wouldn't oh. be the first time. I, I, I well, have, I was going to say, well, I have, I have, win or I, lost. I have the <laughs> Niners big or the Lions winning, one or the other. Ooh. Okay. Niners really big or the Lions are going to win. And you had Green Bay close. I don't know what that means. That's kind of like cover both sides. That kind of sounded. That's how my computer. That kind of sounded in my better in my brain before I said it out loud. But I I feel like the Niners are either going to blow them out and roll, or it's going to be a close game and the Lions beat them. Wow. And I'll tell you what. To that point, uh, the NFL playoffs. Hello. Uh, nothing's easy, and shame on me and a lot of others, and even Vegas thinking outside of you, you thought Green Bay was going to put up a fight, but I just saw that as a walk in the park. But that's over. The Niners uh, sent Green Bay home. Now it's just about execution and um, the bounce back from the Niners. I won't even put it on Brock Purdy, just the Niners as a whole to be the offense that we've, you know, become accustomed to seeing uh, week in, week out. Now, I will say this about the Debo thing and your Toradol thing. Shoot him up. It is incredible because, look, the three-game losing streak, the one constant or two and a half, was Debo was out. And FP, my affinity for him grew because I just was like, oh, they got so many weapons, it don't matter. And now I'm ready to put Debo as number one. We played this exercise, Stani and I, many a times. And number one was McCaffrey. I get it. Uh, sometimes Debo was fourth. I was like, you don't even need to resign him. You can move on. <laughs> now I'm like, this dude is everything. So imagine them taking the field against Detroit already kind of, quote, unquote, without that. And all that matters is not Kyle, because you talk about. I hated the one play where they gave it to Jennings in the backfield. I know you. Yeah, what you was can that? we change it up on the fly, Kyle? <laughs> Debo's out, and it just got wrecked. But my point is, <laughs> come on, that one. I was I like, oh, say, what are we doing? Yeah, here? he's tripping now. You just gave a down away. But I say that to say is, I just don't want Detroit to have that energy of, oh, Debo's out. 
Because it will make – it's like Clay Thompson being out for the Warriors in their heyday. There will be an impact of that, you know? Well, Debo's ha- Debo has to be playing all week whether he plays or not because if I'm the, if I'm the Niners, I want the Lions to prepare no, for Debo. Good. No, they, ha- they have to. And nah. if they say Debo's questionable or he's out, now we can really lock in on the other, the other weapons. But I need Debo there just – I need Debo there for his spirit. Like when they come out of the tunnel and they got the boombox going, it's him and Trent Williams and Chase Young, and they got the swagger and they got the big boombox. I, I didn't see that I the boombox Saturday. I didn't either. Did I don't think Fox showed it. Oh, know. okay. But I, I need that. I need, I need his spirit. I need his physicality. I need his threat of running. I need his threat of returning kicks. You know, it's a big game if Debo's going to return kicks. I, oh, that's what I was going to get to. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, the four one five text in uh, said that uh, Debo got hurt on the kickoff. I don't believe that to be true because you it's ain't hurt until you dude. stay down. It's right. football. It's a, it, it, there's no hairline fracture. The x-rays are negative. It says 50-50. And if you're out there going like, there was a guy on the radio saying, shoot him up. <laughs> right. Guess what? That's the way pro sports works. FP, my That's dad taught is. me the only dumb question is the one you don't ask, so i got to do this because I'm thinking about Tordal. Do they shoot you in the area that's messed up, or is it just a shot like it a depends. COVID shot? It de- well, I don't, I've never taken Tordal. Oh, okay. I've never had a Tordal shot. I, I wasn't out. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never, had a, I've had, never yeah. had a numbing shot in my life. Okay, wow. I mean, I've seen guys do it. Uh, I know that you can take a Tordal shot, like, and, and it, it works for your whole body. I know that you can take a, a numbing shot right in something about the joint in a yeah. capsule. I don't know how that works. Right. He's going to get like a cortisone shot, which is an anti-inflammatory steroid that's legal, and it and it and it, it, it brings down the inflammation. And then you're going to get ice and stem and treatment all week. You're going to get there early. You're going right. to hook up to all the machines. You're taking anti-inflammatories. You probably take a dose pack, which is another anti-inflammatory steroid. Um, you take like a pill a day. Like I've done all these things, but I've never gotten the, the numbing shot before. I. I've had I had a, a shot of cortisone in my ankle once, and the and the doctor hit the bone. Oh! And like a reflex, this is a true story. I I like like I kicked my leg up. The needle, see this roof right here. The Come needle on, did end over end and stuck in the roof of the training room, and we were all laughing. But he hit my bone, and I just went ah, and I kicked my leg up. Like in 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 baseball, in my experiences, I don't know what it's like today. Is you, you'll have them, the, the cortisone shots lined up. Cortisone never worked okay. for me. Right. Some guys swear by it. Some guys will get cortisone shots left and right all the time. Some guys do the Toradol thing. Um, but I know it's it's a little more in, in today's game. You have to get prescriptions. You have to get back in the old days. It was wild. wild. We could just go grab yeah. a handful of pain pills and go play from the trainer's medical kit. But now it's like a lot more. It, it, it's um, it's measured now, and you have to get prescriptions for everything. But in football, man, you just got you got to shoot it up and play. This this is a big game. I don't care. I t- I said this earlier. I'm going to repeat myself. I will look at Debo differently this week if he doesn't play. That's That voice you hear is FP. I'm Guru. More of us when we get back right here on 95.7 The Game. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Oh, yeah. FP and Guru holding it down for Steiny as he gets medical uh, procedure done. He'll be back soon. My man Steiny getting a new hip. That'll be dope. He'll be feeling good. We miss you, buddy. And also, FP, it's just about, uh, I'm going to go, the A's used to win games. This is sad. Wait, we're going A's right now? No, they used to win the game and Celebration would play. Celebrate. Who sung that song? What group? 
Cool in, cool the, in game. the game, dude. Thank you. I grew up going to A's okay, games right, and Giants games. God. And that's what we're doing is we're celebrating for Niner fans. This is where you sound off, stick your chest out, and uh, just tell us how good it feels. And for the honest ones. Does it we- feel good, though? Ooh. Like, where I, are I you today? That. Do you feel like this is a Super Bowl team? Because <laughs> that's what I was going to say. At any juncture, we had our young lady, what was it, Lola or Leela, that said she left in the second quarter. I didn't. Like, who was our girl? She that, turned it off. Sorry. She couldn't watch in that, the second quarter. I will get back to you tomorrow. We didn't like that. But my thing is, at what point did you think it was really like teetering to where, oh, boy, you know, this could, we might not escape. You know, I like to hear that, too, because you talk about the the scary part of it. But also we want to hear about the euphoria aspect of it. And the euphoria aspect of it is you got a game Sunday, which is the NFC championship game. But what we haven't talked about, FP, is you you're a Swifty. I'm not. Uh, Niners had some star power, some celebrities in the house at the game. Uh, Simone B- uh, Bryles, she was there. Uh, she, I think she, uh, is she married to uh, Jonathan Owens? Uh, uh, they're married. She's married. I don't know why she don't have his last name. I'll leave that alone. But uh, they're married. The rapper Two Chains was there. Did you get to see him? I did not. Uh, Two Chains. And then, oh boy, I better remember this. Grandy, who was the other R and B artist? Uh, uh, Saweetie. Yeah, okay. she was there. She got from Oakland. She was at the game. Dude, here's my take, and I said it already, and I'm and in the Jerry minority. Jerry Rice, but he's there all the yeah, time. Yeah, Jerry's there. He <laughs> should be there all the time. Yeah. He's a no, goat. I, I think that Taylor Swift, I, everybody hates this. I don't know why everybody's hating on Taylor Swift. I'm not a Swifty. Like, I don't listen to her music every day. Like, I'm kind of an EDM hip-hop guy, if you want to know, like, what I listen to. And I will go old-school rock and roll on you every now and Any then. Any Tupac? Yeah, I love Tupac, I look too. At him, I love guy. Drake, too. Drake, Drake. Yeah, he's I the like goat Drake, for yeah. one of the goats. But, but... I think it's good anytime you get more eyes on a sport. And she's getting more eyes on football. And so, like, I did my part as a football fan. I started listening to Taylor Swift a little bit because she was doing it. So if Taylor Swift, if the Swifties can watch football and you got more eyes on a sport, baseball would love, the commissioner would love to have a Taylor Swift for baseball. She where you get more eyes on the, you just get more eyes on the sport, man. It's not a bad yeah. thing. And I think it's cool how she supports her man. I think it's cool how she gets all emotional and she's hugging him. Because he had been struggling. There. He looked good yesterday. Yeah, they made just, it happen. Yeah, he was maybe he's not as focused as he used to be for now, obvious reasons. But again, you cannot on this day, I believe FP, talk about Kyle Shanahan, the job he's done, where the Niners are at, uh, what they've accomplished. And at the end of the day, all it boils down to me to solidify this is to get that Super Bowl victory. Like, obviously everybody wants one, but FP, 2019, you were in the Super Bowl. Uh, 2022, you had a 10-point lead against the Rams. Last year against Philly. So, you know, and that really doesn't count because you lost your quarterback. But it's like Kyle could have one or two rings. I said that to Stani, his head explode. But those are facts. This fan base is not like Detroit, you know, been waiting for every, forever to even get in the playoffs. Lions They've fans, been close. Lions, great point. You just made me think yeah. about it. The Lions fans don't care they are about they want to get to the Super Bowl, but their season is complete. 
Like there's some no, places they have a house band. money, money, house money. money. It's the best cracker I ever had. They're like, Chet Jared Goff. No, they they are. So they're happy. If the Niners beat them, obviously they want to get to the Super Bowl. They're America's team right now. The Niners are going to be villain number one on right. uh, set Sunday. I'm getting my days mixed up. The football got to play on Sunday, but on Sunday in the NFC Championship, the Niners are the villains. This is the only part of the country that's going to be rooting for the Niners. The rest of the nation is all about the Lions. No, good and point. Dan Campbell and the Cinderella story that they are. But their fan base right now, they haven't been in the playoffs in 32 years. They haven't been in this position since like the 50s when they won uh, NFL championships, and there wasn't even a wow. Super Bowl yet. That's the last time they've tasted this. So like their fan base is they're they're full. They're set. They're good. We're good. If we win, great. If we don't. Like we'd love, we'd love a parade. We'd love a Super Bowl, obviously. But like Niner fans' expectations because of the past successes, because of and failures, if you want to call them that, on the biggest failures stage. that you just That's mentioned, and and because of the Warriors with four and the Man. Giants with three, and I hadn't this, even thought about this. This is, this is an area that's four. super spoiled. If I'm going to be honest, and All the right. fact that it's it's Super Bowl, World Series, NBA championship, or bust for us as sports fans. So, yeah. I mean, Sunday's big, and you could you could just you could get a big gorilla off your back if if you're Kyle Shanahan. But if I appreciate you saying one is on there, like yeah. I, I love that. You know what I'm saying? Like you could say, "Hey, Goo," I'm pre- and you did. I'm president of the Brock Party Fan Club. That that's the honesty I love. But I kind of was not shook a little bit. But you know, there were I had some thoughts in my mind. Like I appreciate that realness. Dude, my mind went, it went to a dark place on Saturday, and when he was playing poorly, and I started thinking, like, am I going way too out on limb? It's like, is he our quarterback f- forever? We got breaking news. What do we got? Ninety-five-seven. The game. Breaking news. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan is currently on his conference call with the media, and uh, he has said on Devo Samuel that he does not have a fractured shoulder, which, quote, is a good sign, but there's still a lot of pain, which makes his status fuzzy for Sunday. Shanahan thinks he will have a better idea of his availability come Wednesday, but no fracture for Devo's shoulder. And I'm going to give my partner the win because now it's just about pain tolerance, (laughs) and you said shoot that bad boy up with whatever. There's two things you ask. You, you, you uh, You ask the doctor can I injure it worse? Is this career threatening, or is Those this just a, okay. if the, or is this just a pain tolerance thing? And if I get the latter, and they say it's a pain tolerance thing, what do you got for me? Kirk Gibson going up to bat. But this is this is baseball though, and no, this is this is football, know. not baseball. That, that was my bad. I'm not I'm not running into this door over here in baseball like Debo's Ooh, going man. to. So and like, get hit a, on that thing again to oh, wear it fractures. I don't know, man. And for him not to come back in the game, my point is, it had to be hurting. It's hurting. It had to be hurting. But uh, I guess no fracture is is, is good news, right? Yeah, they, the, the x-rays were negative yesterday. There was no hairline fracture, which sometimes you can't tell on the x-ray. Not that I'm a doctor, but I've had x-rays before. And you have to get the CT scan to make sure there's no hairline. That you could damage more, right? That's not a pain tolerance man, thing. that's a good call. So we'll see, man. We'll see how it reacts to treatment on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. How are you feeling on Wednesday? How are you feeling on Thursday? And, and yeah, I think they can win without him. I don't think this is a, like a deal breaker. I'm going to panic, but they do need him. Yeah, and I'll say this before we go to break and welcome Willard and Dibbs on the other side on the changeover. Uh, he missed three games or two and a half. 
And I know it was regular season, but I think Debo is one of the most, if not the most physical dudes in the league. So I say that to say is it shocked me that he missed the Minnesota game. It shocked me that uh, he didn't come back in the Cleveland game. And then it also shocked me he wasn't there for, oh, my God, you remember a Cincinnati game? You know, when they, they just came in and did what they wanted to do. So uh, he is very, to me, very important. But what I think a lot of people have been missing is how important he is to Brock Purdy. So hopefully – you know, that was the one thing that you, the one bad real thing that you take away from that game that now has it in flux in regard to if he'll be out there for the NFC Championship. Drew, besides the things you mentioned, you're absolutely right, and it's a great take. He's their spiritual leader. Oh, man. He is. He comes out of the tunnel with the boombox, him and Trent Williams. That part to me is just as important. I love it. When we get back, we'll be joined by Willard and Dibbs right here on 95.7 The Game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.